From bloated and tired to free and inspired, welcome to Free and Inspired Radio with Philip Watkins, your weekly dose of everything digestion and mental health related. We hope you enjoy this episode. Here is your host, Philip Watkins. Yes, yes. Hi there. Welcome to another episode of Free and Inspired Radio. I'm your host, a naturopathic practitioner, Philip Watkins, and I'm grateful to have you with us today. If you're new to the show, well, the title says it all. It's all about feeling free and inspired and exploring the many different avenues you can take to get there, whether it's deep dives on digestion and mental health solutions or guests who offer their own stories and answers. I hope I can be the type of guide you can rely on to unlock the agency you have to reach your own mental and physical competency. Let's get started with what's coming up on today's episode. Coming up on this week's show. In this episode, we address the statement, I don't know why, but by 3pm, I'm ready for a sleep. A very, very common statement. We've all been there. Lunch is over. The afternoon workload is looming and the clouds in your brain are starting to form. Your brain always gets foggy around this time of day, and just as you feel it on the horizon, the bloating starts. Within a few moments, your eyelids are heavy, and you're ready for a sleep. It must be the 3pm slump. Welcome to episode 10 on Free and Inspired Radio. My name's Philip Watkins. Thank you for joining us for... Wow, the 10th episode. Uh, If you've listened to some of the other episodes, thank you for coming back and listening to this one. If you're new to the show, well, welcome. We're going to be talking about a very common problem in this episode. Why do people get so tired two or three hours after lunch? It's a very common symptom for a lot of people, the 3 p.m. slump. You just have to see the cues forming at your local coffee spot to get a sense of how many people are silently going through the same thing. And look, I'm no different at times. Hey, everyone thinks that I'm supposed to be some diet Jesus or some perfect specimen. I've had the odd afternoon coffee here and there knowing that it's surgically going to ruin my deep sleep, but we digress. Managing your micronutrient resources, making the right lunch choices for your gut bacteria and taking steps to fix your blood sugar can bring summer back to your brain within just a few weeks. And this is what we're going to look at in this episode. Let's get started. So, Why does this tend to happen at the same time every day? Well, the answer is simple. Your digestion, your blood sugar levels, and your brain are all responding to the food that you've eaten at lunch. Specifically, the high glycemic carbohydrates in your lunch are inadvertently causing an increase in serotonin production, increasing your melatonin production, making you feel sleepy and tired. Now, this news may not be new, but what is new is that your lunch and diet have a diet high in sugar is now associated with not just brain fog or what's called cognitive impairment, but negative neuroplasticity. Yes, there is such a thing as negative neuroplasticity, anxiety, depression, and addiction. So it puts emotional eating in quite a different context, doesn't it? So let's take a deeper look at what's going on. Why the bloating as well? This is a common thing as well because not not only do people get tired, but they also notice that their bloating gets worse over the course of the day and especially in the afternoon. So why is the bloating there as well? Well, the pathophysiology or reason why the bloating and distension occurs is still actually unknown, unfortunately. As with irritable bowel syndrome and its ambiguity, multiple causes can be both sustaining and excitatory at the same time, which is why it can be quite mysterious. 
if you're bloated after a high carbohydrate meal, then it's most likely the sugar and how it interacts with your microbiome or the bacterial environment in your digestion. Or as we've looked at in episode three or two of this podcast, I might have to go and check that. We do a whole episode on how function the function of your digestion can uh, affect the way you feel after eating. So maybe just check that one out if you want some more information. But look, here's what's happening here. When you consume refined grains or high amounts of sugar for lunch, the bacteria in your digestion, mainly in the large intestine, is responsible for metabolizing or breaking down the excess sugar that your stomach and saliva couldn't. An unwanted byproduct of this inefficient metabolism is, well, you guessed it, gas in the form of methane and hydrogen. And you may recognize those gases from your SIBO or uh, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth testing and things like that. For most, this bloating will pass over a few hours. For some, though, loose or strained bowel patterns can develop with a constant sensation of fullness. Worse still, the cramping and urgency that accompanies the bloating can very much interfere with the quality of your day as you rush to find the nearest toilet, especially uh, unfortunate if you're in the middle of a meeting. Now, uh, furthermore, that's not the only thing that's happening here. Whilst the overt symptoms of bloating and fullness and cramping are clear, inflammation builds in response to changes in the microbiome caused by the high sugary food intake. Yep, the refined white bread in your sandwich has the power to change the balance of bacteria in your digestion. But don't despair. Either positive or negative dietary alterations can cause significant temporary microbial shifts within just 24 hours. I'll repeat that. Either positive or negative dietary alterations can cause significant temporary microbial shifts within just 24 hours. The positive would be moving to a more plant-based diet. Within 24 hours, you'll see that uh, positive microbial change. So you don't have to do too much. Now, we're going to talk more about food and its role in all of this after the break. So we'll be right back on Free and Inspired Radio. Stay with us. to take a break. Are you enjoying this episode of Free and Inspired Radio? There's no better time to take back your personal health sovereignty. If you want to connect with more Free and Inspired episodes, simply subscribe to your favorite podcast platform or visit the website at www.philipwatkins.health for more information. Let's get back to the show. Yes, yes, welcome to part two of episode 10 of Free and Inspired Radio. Thank you for staying with us. We're talking about the 3 p.m. slump today, a place we've all been unintentionally, I'm sure. In part one, we talked about the role of serotonin and melatonin and how those two important brain chemicals can make you feel sleepy and tired when you eat a particular type of food. And in this part of the show, we're going to look a little more into the types of foods and how those choices can make a little bit more of a prominent role than you think in the 3pm slump. Now, if you're an adult, none of this is going to be a surprise. Choosing foods that are healthy for you are probably going to help you with your attention and your focus in the afternoon. But what might be a surprise is just how much we can predict how the microbiome will change based on the foods that you consume. And if we can predict that, we might be able to predict what's going to happen next as well. So let's start with something you already know. Artificial sweeteners are unhealthy. 
there you have it. You've come this far only to hear something that you already knew. But wait, this is really important. Uh, regular consumption of artificial sweeteners have been found to reduce lactobacilli and bifidobacterium, commonly seen probiotic strains that have documented health benefits when it comes to the immune system, but also more serious conditions like inflammatory bowel disease. And if you're new to IBD or inflammatory bowel disease, the common ones are ulcerative colitis and uh, Crohn's disease as well. Now, reductions in these species of bacteria directly influence the way your body regulates the immune system. This relationship is why you hear of people successfully helping their autoimmune conditions via healing the microbiome. But I digress, that's definitely another podcast. These essential species of probiotics have a deep connection within your immune system and as the research, research is unfolding, your brain. Why? Decreases in lactobacilli and bifidobacteria are associated with the same low-grade inflammation associated with brain fog. So look, the 3pm slump may not be that you feel like you want to sleep, but it may also be like you feel like you've got cotton, cotton wool in your brain, right? So why is the 3pm slump more than just a symptom? And we're going to look at that with the connection between the brain and inflammation or brain fog and inflammation. Now, it's hard to know when your brain is inflamed. And when you bang your elbow and everyone thinks it's funny apart from you, at least there's enough feedback to guard your elbow until the pain subsides. The brain doesn't have these pain receptors, making it challenging to know when inflammation is present. Research completed in late 2019 may now help us use brain frog as a cue towards knowing that our brain is inflamed and that it needs some attention. When researchers created an acute low-grade inflammation in participants, the central area of the brain that was affected first was the region associated with staying alert. Now that is crazy. Let me just repeat that. They did this study where they basically induced inflammation in people, <laughs> which is crazy that you would sign up for that. But to be fair, I have signed up to a few of these studies in my earlier 20s as well. Now, the inflammation actually affected the part of the brain that helps you stay alert and it affected this region of the brain first. So no wonder it's hard to stay awake in your meeting. Your brain is trying to shut you down basically. Now, it might just not be your attention that's at risk here. Mounting research shows that inflammation in the brain, commonly referred to as neuroinflammation, is the critical therapeutic focus in treating major depression. So much so that researchers are now looking to therapies that target the immune system specifically to manage stress-induced depression, which over the last few years is a very, very common occurrence, more so than ever. The same neuroinflammation is also implicated in generalized anxiety, which can often be challenging to treat when it becomes chronic. So how does low or high blood sugar play a role in this? Now, we introduced how the foods you eat can cause a surge in serotonin in your brain that can make you sleepy. But what happens after that? So have you ever had a time where between three or four o'clock you've been out for the count and then all of a sudden you're full of energy and can't calm down? Well, this is where your hormones come in. A triad of hormones, cortisol, norepinephrine, and epinephrine, are all involved in, in ensuring your blood sugar level doesn't deviate too much. Now, let's explain their role within an analogy, one of my favorite things to do. Now, there's a car coming. If you live locally in Hong Kong, you'll know this a little more acutely than others. 
there's a car coming and you're being whisked away by that favourite song in your headphones and you've just crossed the street anyway. The car sounds the horn, scares the bejesus out of you and you jump out of the way just in the nick of time. That increased heart rate and respiratory rate are complements of the same triad of hormones. They just saved your life. And this exact life-saving action is what they are supposed to do, or at least purpose to do. Now, when your blood sugar goes down, epinephrine, norepinephrine, and cortisol all work together to release stored glucose into the bloodstream to bring your blood sugar back to normal in response naturally. It's a survival mechanism to counter the, potent, the effects of potential starvation. Now this brings us back to inflammation, the brain, and that extra pork bun from lunch, and why you didn't have anything to offer at the end of Deborah's presentation. Sorry, Deborah, I have nothing to add. Research suggests that when people consume less sugar, the inflammation measured in their blood comes down, and this is the first thing to look at when at curing the when you're looking at curing the 3 p.m. slump. First, though, I'm going to give you an easy way to fix it now. So, introducing the quick solution to the 3 p.m. slump for most people. Let's face it, coffee, chocolate, or that mini can of Coke are all easy and pleasurable solutions. And if you've gotten this far in the article and you want to stick with them, hey, I'm not going to be dark on you for that, that's fine. If you are like many of my patients who would love this afternoon madness to end, then the solution may be just as quick and straightforward as simple B-complex supplement. Is that all? It kind of seems benign, doesn't it? Just a simple B-complex that you can get off most shelves in most pharmacies or health food stores. One of the first prescriptions the majority of my patients actually receive is a well-tolerated methylated B-complex. Many people don't know that this group of friends in a capsule plays a significant role in breaking down the burger that you had at lunch and turning the carbohydrates into the same energy that you need at 3 p.m. There are almost 10 different transactions between carbohydrates and cellular energy or ATP and just one B-complex capsule straight after lunch can provide you with the nutritional currency required to pay for all of those transactions. And if you're new to nutrition as currency, then you can listen to episode eight of this podcast. And I introduced nutrition as currency and this is a really prime example. Your B vitamins are going to pay your way out of the 3 p.m. slump one capsule after lunch, nice and easy. Not only that, but they also play an essential role in the management of your brain chemicals like serotonin, which we've mentioned before, helping that brain fog lift, giving you the strength you need to survive that meeting with Steve. Sorry, Steve. I don't want to have to take supplements all the time, though. That's a common thing that I often hear from my patients, and look, I agree. But some more profound work is required to end the 3pm slump for good, along with the associated digestive distress, if that's you. When fatigue sets in, especially when there are no clear reasons why, the thought of engaging in the dietary alterations and releasing the crutches that help you get through your day can be daunting. If you aren't ready to be brave just yet, try the big complex first and see how you go. Suppose you are ready to be brave, then cut out refined sugar. Just remember, literally five minutes ago, we talked about how artificial sugars and sweeteners really just destroy some of these really prominent probiotic species in your digestion. That just leads to a cascade of bad vibes for you, especially when it comes to your ability to stay alert and these types of things. So look, refined grains, refined sugar, any other form of added or artificial sugar from your diet, that should all end now. 
public service announcement. This should not be construed as advice to go on a low-carbohydrate diet. I repeat, this is not an invitation to go on a low-carbohydrate diet. I did not just tell you that carbs are bad. I told you that refined sugar and grains and other forms of artificial sugars may not be desirable for you. So please do not go and throw yourself on a low-carb diet. But there's a happy balance here. So keeping your choices to protein, three different vegetables and some salad greens for breakfast. Yep, you read it right. Lunch, dinner for 21 days is a great start. This is if you're feeling brave. So just take a break from your from your favorite maple syrup flavored granola and just see how you feel three weeks and see whether or not that makes the difference. I've also had patients who have come in and said, I've tried that and it didn't work. Well, look. Sometimes the simple changes don't work and it can be a little disenchanting when that happens. But this might mean it's time to get someone on your team to help, and that could be me. Or it could be your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man or naturopath, sorry. It's uh, that time of the year where Marvel's taking over. Making some more focus changes to the food you're eating and getting some inside information on your condition of your microbiome can actually open the door to end the fatigue and clear the fog for good. So there you have it, some quick and easy ways to understand the 3pm slump. Hopefully you're not listening to this at 3pm and have already fallen asleep. But hopefully you're able to you know, start using a B-complex if you haven't already or you've got some ideas on how you might address this little three-week program that I've mentioned before we finish the episode of this or this episode of Free and Inspired Radio, if you'd love to hear more from me and get the word on new articles, podcast episodes, and more, just jump over to the website philipwatkins.health and join our community via the newsletter a sign up box on the homepage there. You'll be able to see the transcript for this show as well at the same place. As always, your reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify help me get the word on the street. If you listen to this on YouTube as well, throw the video a like and subscribe to see when each new podcast is uploaded. You can also follow me on Instagram and Facebook at philipwatkins.health. There'll be lots more content coming there, maybe in 2022. I'm just trying to make sure that I'm getting some good, solid comprehensive content before i start doing short form stuff so there you go if you really wanted to know that was happening but in the meantime we're coming up to christmas and christmas episode is going to be a little different for free and inspired radio might be more of a message from me to you Uh, i'm going to try and put that together after i've had a cold so i do apologize for my husky radio voice radio voice this week hope it's um not too droney for you i hope you have a fantastic lead up to Christmas. You're spending some quality time with your friends and family. You're getting all your work done. You're spending some time with the kids. And I bid you farewell for this week and look forward to joining you again for next week's episode of Free and Inspired Radio. Oh my gosh, you made it to the end. This show is all about you, and we hope you finished this episode feeling one step closer to feeling free and inspired. We'll be back next week, but if you want to know more about Philip, please catch a digital flight to www.philipwatkins.health for further details about how we might be able to help. In the meantime, have a great morning, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you for another episode next week.